Welcome to Bang the Table Talks, a podcast that discusses the evolving world of community engagement. Explore and learn with us as we host conversations with leaders in community engagement, stakeholder consultation, and public participation. We'll discuss current trends, best practices, as well as tips, tools, and ideas for better engagement programs. Welcome to Bang the Table Table Talks. Um, I'm Anthea Robinson-Shaw, the Engagement and Account Manager for Bang the Table. And I've worked with online engagement now for about eight years with Bang the Table and seen local governments adopt online engagement as a truly synergistic process. This is one of the reasons I'd like to talk to the city of Kingston because they've really done a great job. I'm happy to welcome Debbie Miller, who's the Manager of Communications and Public Engagement for the city of Kingston and is a driving force behind the successful implementation buy-in and sound practices around their online platform Get Involved Kingston. Hi Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about your role? Sure. So the City of Kingston, my role with public engagement and developing of the public engagement framework for community engagement. The City of Kingston wanted to develop a public engagement framework to underline and guide a consistent approach across the corporation to public engagement. The City understands that it's really important to engage with the public and public engagement is about making better quality decisions that have buy-in of the communities that they impact. The public engagement framework was passed October 3rd, 2017, so we've been just over a year with a policy document. The development of the framework included lots of consultation with residents, council, and employees of the corporation. So the public engagement framework outlines the city's approach to how the city consults, the types of tools that we use when we engage with residents, and the roles and responsibilities around engagement and all of those involved with it, including residents, city staff, and council, as well as other stakeholders. Um, The framework helps to clarify the expectations and the processes for engagement, which is really critical. It's really helped guide us in the past year, and we're now developing an information and awareness session for residents around public engagement. We're just in the process of reviewing um, the input that we received around that, and then we will be holding in-person sessions, focus group and workshops to further dive into that a little bit more. That's interesting. It's uh, a very thorough process you're following. So I think obviously you'll learn more from that and make the adjustments as you're going forward. Absolutely. I'm excited to uh, see where we end up with that. Right. So what brought you to use online engagement tools as part of your community engagement process? Absolutely. So during the process of consulting on the about the framework, we definitely heard from residents that they wanted to see um, an online platform where they could provide input. Our residents already engage with us on social media, so that was a pretty good indication that they would adopt an online platform as well. We've already been conducting previous to us going live with the framework and the online platform. As we were going through our uh, consultation around our public engagement framework, we definitely heard from residents that they wanted to see an online platform where they could provide input at any time of the day um, at their convenience because we've got definitely different residents that work shift work or aren't available for certain meetings. So to be convenient at the time that they're available to provide input is really important. We also noted that our residents already engage with us on social media, which was a pretty good indication to us that they would adopt an online platform. 
And then before we adopted our online platform and before we consulted on the public engagement framework, we were already doing online surveys for the development. There's lots of different reasons that we got to this. We determined we would start with an 18-month pilot project to ensure we were using the right tool. We wanted to make sure that residents were happy with the tool. It offered all the capabilities that we needed um, as a municipality as well. And that was a really critical piece. So we set up the pilot project and we went through some training. Prior to initiating our Get Involved Kingston platform, there was no centralized place for all of our online engagements. So surveys and things like that were in different locations. I think having one centralized location was really critical as well to the focus for residents and for staff as well. Right, and did you find that by using the online platform that there was an impact on the in-person as well? Did you find that it increased involvement in person as well? Did you see anything like that? I would say there's, there's more of an awareness around in-person as well, so people can follow a project and they can participate online and then attend in person as well. So um, raising the awareness for projects for, so that people know when to look for sure has been, has been very helpful having everything in one location. Right, so that sort of marriage between the two. Absolutely. So uh, Deb, did you have a t any challenges internally uh, with the adoption and use of the tool initially or are you still finding challenges? How do you address these? So we're always open to hearing um, any challenges that somebody might be facing or opportunities as I like to call them. Um, when we first launched Get Involved Kingston, we made sure to provide a demonstration to the departments in advance of the launch so that they could start to visualize what we were moving towards. We held training sessions for our uh, heavy users for our department as well from a communications and engagement perspective. And then we held awareness sessions across departments across the corporation so that everybody was aware of the site once we had launched the site. Um, initially, we heard some concern over the online platform being um, another location that's, that employees needed to monitor to respond to questions, but it was more around the uncertainty of the amount of time that it would take. So as with any change, there's always a bit of uncertainty until you're into something. When staff respond to questions using some of the various tools, it allows others to see the response on the platform, which is really important because it allows additional awareness for anybody viewing those questions or comments, topics, so it, it really helps inform at a different level. We did hear from some that they didn't feel that they should need to register in order to complete a survey. So we looked at the language that we had on our platform, as well as the language we shared when people asked us that, and we really thought that through a lot because it was really important to us that people were registering for a couple of reasons. It allowed us to maintain a database for our platform. So when we have a new project to go live, we can share an email out to everybody that's registered for the platform. and they're then able to see a new project has gone online and there's a new opportunity to provide input. And it's going right into inboxes. So residents aren't having to look for the opportunity. It's right there. We've also heard from residents that they like to receive things by email, which is really important. So we listen to that and hence we use the email notification system. After 14 months, we have in the neighborhood of 6,000 residents registered for the platform. So I think that's a really that's amazing <laughs> great number <laughs> to, to talk about. 
a couple of other things that we've done internally is we have an internal engagement group that meets. We talk about best practices, we talk about lessons learned, and we're continually looking to hear from each other to talk about how do we improve the way we engage consistently across the corporation. So that's been a really great um, group that comes together every couple of months and we talk about things and then action certain items and talk about it, it on a broader perspective. Our subject matter experts also promote their projects directly to, to stakeholder lists that they have as well to make sure that they're aware of projects, which again is another tie-in back to the internal piece, the, the internal buy-in. And, and how we're addressing those things, making sure everybody's aware. We also share projects with neighborhood associations or, and the community engagement network, which we've also got available to sign up for on the platform. And they're members of our community that have signed up to receive information to, again, share. So we're all in this together. We're spreading the word about engagement and the projects that we've got online for input. So it's really important that we're, we're all doing it together. Well, it certainly shows, Deb, in terms of, I mean, you see the numbers and you know that fear of, in, of asking citizens to register, you've made it clear as to why it's important and you're seeing the success of that, that it isn't actually such a fear-based space to get, to, that one has to be concerned about in terms of registration. So it's been very impressive and I've really been excited to see how your online site evolved. We get lots of comments from other cities and organizations about how great your homepage and the branding on your projects are. I noticed that you've created a brand for your online projects where they all have the same basic structure and consistency. What brought you to this decision? So I think with anything, consistency is really critical to ensure that the, the user knows and they know what they're looking at and they know what they're looking for. So as we built out in the initial stages of developing our site, we talked about what are those things we need to have on every page and what are those really critical things that every project needs to make sure we have a timeline and we have um, the who's listening on each page. Because I think from everybody's perspective, knowing that you can go to each of the project pages and find the same information is important. So it's a consistency piece. I want to ensure the information we're providing on the platform is useful, that if you can get mm -hmm. a timeline on one project, you can get it on each of the projects. So it also assists with the internal process for employees to understand what they need to provide for projects so that it's not each project we're starting from scratch. It's a really right. consistent approach and it's it's really been um, well received. Well, that's, well, I can certainly see that it works both internally where your staff aren't, aren't learning something new each time, they know what to expect when they get a project to populate. And on the other side, you have your population, your, your citizens, knowing, as you said, what to expect each time they go to a project. And, and then I think regularly expect to know what is the project timeline? What's the journey I'm going to be taking on for this project? How long are we engaging? And also then, I, as you say, critically important, there's a, a human being listening to them. So um, it's certainly, I see it has worked well for you. And, it, and yes, that branding looks good on your site. Also, I'm very impressed and really love the way you regularly promote your projects. And you mentioned this earlier about using the email function where you systematically send out emails on your projects. And I took a look at your site and I see you've made a strong start with over 54,000 site visits and as we mentioned before, almost 6,000 site registrations since you started. And I think your consistency in promoting has a role. Tell us more about that. 
Sure. So when we um, add a new project to the Get Involved Kingston site, we email everybody that's registered for Get Involved Kingston to make them aware of the new project. So there's a bit of a balance there because we understand there's some weeks where we add three and four projects to the platform and we don't want to send them out one at a time. So we send them out at, in bulk. Um, so there might be a week where you get four new projects have gone online. So we're only emailing everybody that's registered for the platform maximum once in a week, but we're making sure that if, if within a week a project has gone live, you're at least receiving one email. So I think it's really important to, to mm -hmm. note that because I know we all receive a lot of emails, but just being conscious of how many we're sending is really critical too. I think so, and, and the way you add the identifying banner that belongs to the project into your emails, I think really is very powerful because people immediately recognize it, so the chances of them pay, they're paying attention is much higher, and I think it's very effective. I get your email, so that's how I know that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, has anything particularly surprised you over time using the online platform, and, and what do you think you're doing better online now? So I think one of the things that we, at the very beginning, we weren't using the email tool. This has been really helpful, honestly, to be sending emails to everybody that signed up for the platform to receive the new projects so that they can just look in their inbox and know when they need to go in and look for new projects and where things are at. Um, we've also run three separate campaigns to encourage residents to res register for the platform, and that's been really beneficial. We've held them throughout this past year. Another area, too, that we added the reporting out documents and additional documents to the site so that, and links to reports so that people can find that information in one location so that as you're seeing the reporting out on the engagement, you can go into one spot and find that information. We used the survey tool a lot at the beginning, not saying we still don't. We still definitely use the survey tool quite a bit. But we're also starting to expand and use additional other tools and trying different ways of using the tools. This has been really helpful as well. As the survey tool is not always the right tool, um, but there's, there's times definitely where we've tried different tools and we're finding it very effective. So um, several projects are also phasing their projects online, which helps inform the communications for the project. So we could start with a Q&A online and then move into a survey further down the road. So there's different options for that as well, which mm -hmm. as, as in, residents are getting used to the platform and staff are trying different tools and there's different projects coming online where we're, we're thinking about, let's try this, it's a little bit more visual or we need a bit more information about this. So it's been really helpful. It's really, it really pleases me to hear that because uh, my big mantra is don't always default to the survey. So um, it's, it's great to hear that and obviously deconstructing that survey into its component parts using the text environment to possibly use, put that into a discussion forum. Using those options, it's really good to, to hear you say that. Yeah. So I was looking at your projects and I noticed that you engage extensively online on almost everything in conjunction with what you're doing in person. I'd love to hear a bit more about what this means for your practice at the city or your, commit, your commitment to authentic engagement. Absolutely. So we definitely try to marry in-person engagement with online opportunities and ensure projects are doing both. Um, we want to receive input and understand that everyone's not always available for meetings. Um, the time's not always convenient. People are busy. Um, we recognize that um, everyone's busy and time is 
time is very important. So we've heard from residents that they want to be able to provide input online as well as in person. And that was, again, part of the reason that we, we started using an online platform. The public engagement framework definitely emphasizes the importance of engaging early on a project. Um, it's really important to hear what's being said early. And when we get those that are most interested in talking about a project early, we're better able to, to develop the efforts and craft the efforts that reflect their input and their concerns and really address them well. So consulting early, consulting often, and engaging those who will be affected, that's, that's definitely our goal for sure. I'm very pleased to hear that because I agree, certainly I'm seeing that success. What is the one learning, Deb, or value that you can share with other municipalities to help them understand more about your experience and what you think may be useful to know that may have surprised you or was an ex unexpected result? Or anything else that you might want to add there? Sure. One of the things I find really is having everything in one place is so important to everyone. I didn't, I, like I understood that at the beginning, but I've definitely seen the benefit from that in just now people go there as a reference. So this allows residents to go to the platform to see what's coming up and where various projects are at in their timeline. Um, when someone learns about a project, they can pop in and see where the project's at and see what's already been done, read up about it, see what other input's been received on the project. It also leverages the interest of engaged residents. Those who have come to offer input on an issue may find that they'd like to weigh in on something different. So by that's also part of sending out the emails. Somebody may not have known about something, but now they're getting it in their inbox, and they may mm -hmm. see something that they definitely want to provide input on. Right. Yes, I can see that. And what I really liked seeing was the, the mapping of your community participation, or, your, or rather your registered um, participants. Thank you for sharing that with me. It was really lovely to see the spread right across the city that you were in fact covering all your bases based on your registration form where you collected, um, I believe, the postal codes. Um, and I think the learning from this is really useful. It certainly help provi helps provide a good insight about where your participants are coming from and that you are representing citizens across the city. Um, is there anything you can add to this? I was very impressed by that image you sent through to me. Thank you for that. And we were interested to see where the postal codes were registered from. People were registered from across the city, not just from one or two locations. We wanted to make sure that the messaging, the communications that we're, we're getting out there are getting to everybody, and there's interest across the city as well. We worked with GIS to plot the postal codes on a map um, so that we could see where those areas were we weren't getting to. It's very well spread across the city. Um, we yes. do have very good coverage. Uh, we will be monitoring to see this, to see if there's areas we can add, you know, communications around. Maybe it's signs, maybe it's elevating the awareness for Get Involved Kingston. Um, but, but at this point, I feel quite confident that we do have a lot of really spread out awareness across the city. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we conclude? The only other thing that I just thought was, was really important for us is as we've developed our framework, a big important part was the training for staff. So um, your audience might be interested to know that we've had, at this point, we've had 78 staff member, members trained 
in the IAP2, being the International Association for Public Participation Foundations training. So we've had directors, managers, supervisors, key staff complete the foundations training. Um, 78 staff members, which is quite a quite a great number. We've also had counselors and senior leaders have completed the IAP2 decision maker training. Um, so just awareness for IAP2 and their role in public engagement. And then the Get Involved Kingston platform is an online tool that supports all of these areas and supports the public engagement efforts. Um, the IAP2 training really helps the city understand the intention of public engagement. It's really helped us develop a consistent approach to training and giving staff the resources they need in order to deliver great public engagement. I can certainly see that in the adoption and use of the platforms with the project. That's very encouraging. Um, I really appreciate your time today, Dev, and sharing your insights and your experience with, with the platform. Thank you for tuning in to Bang the Table Talks. Join us for future conversations as we explore the capacity and insight that online engagement has to offer. Check out our other learning resources at bangthetable.com.